So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. I think when, when you're in a relationship, being able to travel with somebody is like one of the best things you could do. I agree. I think some of our best memories together are exploring new places and relaxing somewhere on a beach. So we've been working with the brand Beachbound Vacations to find our next perfect beach vacation. And instead of spending hours searching for your perfect beach, take the perfect beach finder quiz and let Beachbound do the heavy lifting for you. Go to beachbound.com to get started today. I mean, I love it. I can't wait for our next vacation. To get started, go to beachbound.com, click be the first to try, and then select take our quiz. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome back, Bachelor Happy Hour listeners. Okay, let's pray that this time, this will be the last time that we'll be calling you Bachelor Happy Hour listeners. I know you guys, we've been talking about it. It's like the, the subject that will never end, but we just want to get it right. Yes, today on the podcast, we will be narrowing down the names once again for the podcast listeners. So what we're going to call you guys, and we'll have you guys vote on the winner. Now let's do a better time this time than we did the last time. So like we've said before, we love when you guys hold us accountable. And I'm excited to see some of the new options that you guys have sent in, that you've come up with, and hopefully we will be able to stick to one of these and call you guys whatever this may be. So we're going to get into that in just a minute. But before we do, we want to introduce our very, very funny and talented guest today. You may know her from her Instagram account, Girl With No Job, or maybe you listen to her podcast, The Morning Toast. But if you don't, you need to know this. She is super funny. She is super talented. And her name is Claudia Oshry. Now, not only is Claudia obviously hilarious, but she is also a devout Bachelor fan. So we'll be having her on to talk all things Bachelor. And we couldn't be more excited. And honestly, we can't figure out why it's taken us this long to have her on the show. <laughs> I know, Rachel. I mean, as you said, we're so excited. We'll get her on. We obviously have to get her on to this 
naming things first before we end with a bang. Um, let me first start by saying I hate not being able to see you. I'm in a place where the Wi-Fi is super spotty right now. So I'm just calling in. Uh, but next week, Rachel, will be back. We'll be able to gaze into each other's eyes because I miss <laughs> like, technology these days. You know, it's, it's a blessing and a curse. But uh, hopefully next week, I'll get a little bit better reception. Um, but yeah, as you said, the naming, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like every week, we're like this is the last time we're going to know happy hour listeners. We're sick of it. We know that you guys are sick of it too. So we're going to just sift through all of them right now. We have quite a bit. Um, I want to first start by saying thank you guys for still continuing to send them in because now I think fingers crossed, we're going to have an even better final name that we'll all be able to agree upon. If you're not already following us, please make sure that you do so because this is where the voting for the final name will take place. You can, of course, find us at Bachelor Happy Hour on Instagram. So after this conversation, the poll will be up. You can go vote. You know, of course, I always talk about voting is important for this because we need a new name for you guys. But yes, it's also so important in general. It's a big year for your local, for your federal elections. So we can't stress that enough. So just vote, vote, vote. Please use your voice, you guys, because it is important. And that is my uh, big fans of homework for the day is don't forget to vote and now that that's out of the way we can get back to naming also we're going to put up a graphic on our um, Instagram and it is a graphic of when the deadline is for you to register to vote in your state so maybe you're like me and you move states and your state is making it ridiculously hard for you to get a driver's license so you can register to vote because of COVID and you have to make an appointment and there are no appointments available and they only let you do it two weeks out. You might be in the same boat of boat as me. So we are going to put up those deadlines for you on our Instagram at Bachelor Happy Hour so you guys can make sure you register in time. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, took a little detour there, but if you listen to Bachelor Happy Hour, you know we do that quite often around here. So let's get to choosing a name, just like Becca said. So what we're going to do is read all of these names out loud, and then we're going to break down, and we're going to choose our favorite. Becca, are you ready? Here we go. Actually, we're not going to choose our favorite. We're going to let you guys choose, and we're just going to narrow it down. So here are the names. There are a lot. And we do appreciate you for this. <laughs> options, 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 options. Love it. Okay, first one up. Rose Patrol. Okay. I'm gonna read, I'm gonna read like five. You want me to read like five? Yeah. You wanna rotate this? Okay. I'll just I'll just read a few and then just stop. Okay. You've got Rose Patrol, pause. I feel like I'm like pause for dramatic effect as if we're in front of an audience and people can like say clap or cheer. Okay. Next one is we're going to be here for an hour. Then (laughs) I feel like we should add a soundtrack. Like somebody should play a laugh track, you know, like laugh track, a clapping track, something there. Okay. Rose patrol friends, just, just nice and simple friends. (laughs) Um, bachelor, happy nation, bachelorinas, Rosebuds. I can already tell you that one's out because I'm pretty sure there's a podcast called Rosebuds. I'm crossing that one out now. Yeah. Rosés. Rosés. Um, happy Hour Honeys. Just Simply Honeys. Or Happy Honeys. Mm. Hourglasses and Clinkers. Okay. I'll let you go. Okay. God, we have so many here. Okay. I'm going to read about 10 more. So beyond all of those options, we have rosettes, batches, happy batches, 
<laughs> happy hotties, <laughs> appetizers, rosé, babes, right rieslings. Oh, that, I, that's kind of a cute, like, cute little catch one. Okay, sorry, tangent. Um, and then batches and bitters. Okay. Right Rieslings is somebody's Instagram. I see it. It's like a fan account. I've seen it before. So we can't take that one, even though I think it is super cute. Um, okay. Then we've got crafters and crafterettes. The fact that I paused on saying it is already a no. The fact that I had to sound it out. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, it's a mouthful. It's a, it's a lot. Bachelor buds, bachelor believers, bachelorists. Um, bacheloritas, bacheloritas, bachelor friends. Okay, then adding on, we have bachelor royals, mansion dwellers, champagne stealers, bubblies, bachelor fiends, hopeless romantics, and hapsters. All right. Good grief. You guys came up with a lot and I really like it. I really like that we have so many. Okay. Batch. I feel bad for everyone listening who doesn't have this on the list because thank God we can look at it and I can kind of make notes and cross them off. But who made me to put all of these on just so everyone can <laughs> I know. We probably should. Um, did you say hapsters? Yes. Hapsters. Okay. Okay. Batch happies. Final roses. Batch gang. Rosistics. Rose Crew, Bachelor Besties, The Sisterhood, Bachelorinos, uh, Batchmakers. Um, you can close it out. Just a few more. Bear with us, guys. We have Batch Pack, Bachelor Citizens, Rosies, Chris's Angels, which when I first read that, I was like, who's Chris? Of course. <laughs> well, it's like Chris Angel. Isn't that the, like, the guy who's the, com I mean, the comedian, the magician. The magician. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, batch babes, right reasoners, right reason crew, bachelor mob, regulars, and bubblers. <laughs> that is the last one, I promise. Okay. So, you guys, we appreciate all the suggestions. Unfortunately and fortunately, there can only be one. So I already know my top four going through it. So I will name my top four and then I think you name your top four and we'll see what happens. Okay, so here are mine. I feel like I already forgot them. I'm looking for the first one I saw that I liked. Okay, I think it was... There's so many. I know, there's so many, but they're... Okay, I think... You want something, when it comes to a name, we want something that's catchy, right? That So I'm picking the first four that immediately caught my attention. It's cute. Yep. It's witty. It goes towards the name Bachelor Happy Hour. Um, and it also is something that's short. I want a short name. So these two word names aren't going to, aren't really flying to me. With that being said, here are Big Rage's top four. Rosettes. Bubblies. Batch Gang, I think that's what I saw. Yep, Batch Gang and Batch Pack. Those are my those are my top four. Okay. Actually, I don't like Batch Pack. I took that away. I only have three. I said it again and I didn't like it. Um, okay, I have maybe just one of the same. Um, oh, that's good. Options. 
The options. So I think one of my favorites out of this, just because I feel like it plays into like what the Bachelor franchise is, I kind of like Batchmakers. Like Matchmakers, except Batchmakers. Oh, I don't even, I don't even remember saying that. See what I mean? I'm not an, I'm not on <laughs> Batchmakers. Last options 15 minutes later. But Batchmakers, yeah, it's like Matchmaker, Batchmaker, Batchmaker. Yeah, we can start singing with, we can make our own theme song for this. Um, that was one, but I think you also liked Bubblies. I liked Bubblies. I thought clinkers was kind of cute because it's like, you know, you clink your glasses. It could work. Um, I also, at first, what was the other one they said? Oh, I kind of liked rosettes at first, but then I feel like we probably also have some males that listen to this that might not fit in with that. So I, I crossed that one off, but I would say bashmakers, bubblies, and clinkers were my top. What is that? That's only three, I guess, right? Yeah, so we only have three. I mean, an honorable mention for me is appetizers. I like it written down. I like it in theory, but to constantly be like, what's up, appetizers? I mean, that's how you guys have to listen to it. It's like, say, think of how we introduce the show. Hey, appetizers. Hey, bubblies. Mm. What up, bubblies? Um, you know, what was another one you said? Which one did you like? Clinkers. What up, clinkers? I don't know why that sounds like a curse word to me. <laughs> I don't know why. I like how you say it in that context because that obviously is how we kick off the show. I kind of, when I was reading it, I liked rosés. Like, hey, rosés. But would that work like brandy-wise or wouldn't people see it when they just think of rose? Like the flower. I, there's so, well, there's so many like spoofs of this of in regards to like bachelor nation and the franchise with people that have their own shows so when i think of i like rosés but i think of lauren zima's show roses and rosé so yeah. that's the only reason i steered away from that one so okay you guys i think i think we've got it you know we don't want to spend too much time talking about the names we want you guys to think about it so whether you wrote down all the names that we talked about or you want to hear our top three again, which we'll say, because frankly, I forgot the top three that I just named. So, but we'll also, I did, but we'll also put it. People that will hold us accountable. Right. We'll also put this up on Instagram at Bachelor Happy Hour. Follow us if you aren't following us already and um, help us come down to a name. I feel like we've taken into consideration everything you guys have said. I don't think these names are offensive or derogatory in any way. So hopefully you like this new batch that you have. We're also, instead of giving you two options, we're giving you six this time. So my top three, and one of ours crosses over, so actually it's five options. Uh, Rosettes, Bubblies, and Batch Gang. And then Batch Makers, Clinkers. What was the other one I said? Bubblies. Oh, bubblies. bubblies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The bubblies for both of us. So those yes. are my choices. Um, and, you know, reading through some of these, I feel like some we could take and always pull for like a tagline or mottos down the road. So we could still fit them in somewhere. So um, thank you guys for writing these in. And we, we have a lot of options to go through now. So please don't forget to go out and vote. Again, that's going to be on our Instagram after this. And hopefully by next week, Give us seven days and we will finally have our new name that we can announce to you all. And if we haven't convinced you already, I suggest that you 
go and wherever you listen to music, um, an oldie but a goodie, go tune in to Colby Calais' song Bubbly. And maybe that'll, you know, make you start to fill it in your nose, fill it in your toes. I think those are the lyrics to the song. <laughs> Starts in my toes, makes me... I used to love that song, by the Why are we always singing on this podcast? Two people who cannot sing are always, you know, get, give, us a, give us a microphone and we're like, let's go. <laughs> I love it though. I mean, you know, it's entertaining. Hey, and uh, you know, sometimes I think we perform semi well, not all the time, but sometimes. Yeah. At least we have fun with it, right? Like we own it. Okay. (laughs) We like to sing. We like to dance. We know we suck, but who cares? It's fun. Um, fun. Exactly. Exactly. So now that we have taken up 15 minutes of your time talking about names, something that should, that should have been done weeks ago, but clearly we suck at this, and that's why we're asking for you guys' help. Uh, now we want to get to our guest of honor for the show. We've already mentioned her. She's absolutely hilarious. She's super talented. She's a businesswoman, and she's an innovator, honestly. I mean, what she and her family have been able to do in the digital space and beyond is, is beyond me. And she's only like 25. I mean, my gosh. So Claudia is the creator of the account Girl With No Job, Pup With No Job, and her husband has Boy With No Job. She's a fellow podcaster. She has a comedy special that's out right now called Disgraced Queen. And even with all that she has going on, she still finds the time out of the goodness of her heart to sit down with us and talk about her love of The Bachelor. Everybody, please welcome to the show, Claudia Oshry. Welcome to Bachelor Happy Hour. Woo! I'm already Bye. drunk. It is an honor to be here. Are you really? I, I I'm really, I legit want, like, maybe I should just take a shot and catch up. It, well, if this was my show, I would just be drunk all the time because it's in the name. And I feel like in order to be my best podcast host, I would have to be drunk. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I didn't come prepared. I know, me either. I'm still trying to catch up on coffee right now. I'm drunk on excitement because I'm just excited to be here. I'm excited to see. Well, I'm not seeing Becca, but I'm seeing Rach. You look beautiful. And I'm just excited. Claudia, she looks great, Becca, by the way, Claudia. You look fantastic. I, You know, I was sitting here thinking about this before we got on, and I'm like, what has taken so long for us to get Claudia on the show? We've had the podcast for a year. I, I would like to say on behalf of Bachelor Happy Hour, we are sorry. Oh my God. Are you kidding? When I got the email, I'm like, are you kidding? This is so legit. You know, everything I do is like, so like back alley, like fake. I like, just like get it all together at the last minute. And you guys are so legit. You got Warner brothers on here. I am just like honored to be here. I feel like I'm on a Hollywood set. I feel very fancy. I got my special podcast. Mike out of storage. I'm honored. She like, she's got the makeup going. It's like this natural beauty glow. She's, she looks great. Oh, Becca. She looks great. I okay, have so- to FaceTime you guys after this. <laughs> do it. I'll send you some heavily doctored selfies later. Please, please do. I would love some. <laughs> Put it on the fridge. <laughs> okay, Claudia, how are you? I haven't talked to you this entire course. Well, I mean, we've maybe like text yeah. DMs a bit, but how are you? I'm, What's going on? I'm fine. It's, you know, I was, I'm in New York. So like for us, it was so bad at the beginning and everyone was like laughing at us, you know? And now it's like, we handled it very well. And now we're laughing at everyone else, you know, because we're in like stage phase four or something. I don't know. Technically like life has is starting to return to normal, but I still don't leave my house and it feels very weird here. It's not it's technically open. Like you can go out to restaurants and I did go out once and I saw a cockroach. And so I just left. 
But I mean, that's New York, you know, a cockroach here, a rat over here. Well, you know, I'm so glad that I'm so glad you guys brought that up because there's actually been a major shift in New York during quarantine. You know, the roaches and the rats really live and exist around the restaurants. And when all the restaurants were closed, you know, they they started to go hungry. They were out on the streets. They were out on the streets. So what had happened? Yeah, no, actually, Becca. What had happened was this kind of gang war within the roach and the rat communities. <laughs> this is disgusting. <laughs> and they started to eat each other. Shut up. So resulting in much larger roaches and rats. There's actually a video that went viral of like all these rats in the subway feasting on this one rat who they like attacked. It's fucking real out here. Okay. I'm just picturing Claudia. I need you to get down on your hands and knees like on all fours, like the animal planet. Don't do it. Where you're like, documenting the rats and the cockroaches. Becca, I'm honored that you think I'm that flexible, but <laughs> I, I can't really get down on my knees. Like I actually threw out my back. I have an icy hot on my back. Quarantine has broken me, like truly in a physical and emotional sense. I have sciatica. See? It's the sitting down. It's, yes. <laughs> it's the sitting down. I'm discovering new ailments. Like I definitely have a back problem and I never really had one before. I have anxiety. Like I have all these new ailments that are taking me down. And you know, um, my sister was telling me, she was talking to her friend who um, has been in therapy for years and her therapy was, her therapist was saying like, this is actually like not a normal thing. Like no average human can really survive this without something coming out of it and it's so true like this is so abnormal what we're living through yeah well roach rats now carpal tunnel set in with your fingers and hands and thumbs because i feel like i'm on my phone so much more that i'm like oh my god you know like the scene in uh, mean girls where the the principal comes in and he's like oh i got carpal tunnel over the summer yes and he like, <laughs> yeah. lifts his cast <laughs> You know, I'm on my phone just as much now as I was back in the day when, you know, we could roam the streets. That hasn't really been affected, but I'm sorry that that happened to you. You know, well, we got sciatica and all these other things. Um, (laughs) I also love how I feel like no matter what we do on this podcast, it always comes back to, to the rats. Like when Rachel and I first started together, it was Peter season and we had to do the cats and the rats each week. And through quarantine, we can turn it into the cats and the cockroaches. I don't want it. I don't want to play this game. I don't want to. (laughs) Rachel, you don't have to live in New York. We live in this game. Okay. This is our reality. I listen. I it's, it saddens me with New York though. And we are going to move on. Bachelor happy hour listeners. I swear, (laughs) I swear to God, we're going to get to the bachelor, but it saddens me what's going on in New York because it's just such a vibrant city. And I know so many people who live there who are either have escaped permanently, don't want to come back and are just, sad about what's happening with the city and they don't know if it's ever going to return to the same way that it was before. Because you know what it is? It's like, there's not, there's so many great things about living in New York. Like there's, it's so, you know, lively and the hustle and bustle. It's like this metropolis. And when you take all that away with quarantine, you're left with like the really shitty parts of New York, which are small apartments, crazy rent. And that hasn't changed, but all the good stuff has been taken away. And it's kind of being, you're stripping down to like, New York is actually not that great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. That's why you go there. <laughs> when you have enlarged cats and, and cockroaches roaming the streets down, that's all you're left with to look outside at. Becca, if you bring up those roaches and cats <laughs> and rats, what is like hung up. She is hung up on the roaches. Um, <laughs> speaking of roaches, let's talk about the bachelor. <laughs> 
Oh, wait, back to the roaches for one second. I promise this is the last thing I'll say. I was thinking about it because, you know, every region in the country, like, has their own vermin issue. I think in Florida, like, you guys have, like, lizards or... Something. We have iguanas. We don't have, we don't right. have squirrels. Just, yeah, iguanas are out here. Some Lizards, parts of the country geckos. have like snakes. So honestly, I don't know what's worse. I, I think I would rather see a roach than a snake. That's all I'm saying. Have you ever seen a flying roach? Yes, I have actually. Okay, Thank I was going to say, that'll change your mind. That'll change your mind. <laughs> snakes can't fly. The moment one flies after you, I'm from the South. The moment one flies, it's a you rat. Seeing one in New York is like a real culture shock because you don't think that they fly. And then Mm -hmm. one comes darting at your face and your ass is running down the hall and it is fucking traumatizing. (laughs) Maybe that's why I have a fear of things that fly. It's it's that. Can we curse here? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. You're in a safe place. You're in a safe place. What what we're trying to eventually get to is The Bachelor. And Claudia, we know that you're a big Bachelor fan, but what is it that you love the most about the show? Wow, that's such a hard and general question, but I will do my best to assess. I think what I like about the show, like the actual content, is just it serves as like a form of escapism. I like getting away from the world for a while. And for my business, it's great for business. I love having you know, the Bachelor contestants on the show. We recap the Bachelor. It's this like communal thing where people around the world who are different and have different interests, but like we all agree on the Bachelor, you know? <laughs> do we? I really well. It, it sometimes it does bond people in a very yeah way. like so many people even like more guys and guys come out of the woodwork and they're like yeah I've been a fan you know my wife or my girlfriend and Rachel and I we've talked about this but they'll always blame it on the wife or the girlfriend or the fiance oh but the guys get hooked and it's just I feel like out of any TV show out there the Bachelor and Bachelorette and the entire franchise is like what really bonds the most random of people. No, literally, like, Ben comes in. He's like, are you watching The Bachelor again? And I'm like, yeah, I am. And then he sits down. He's like, oh, my God, Rachel Lindsay again starting this drama? Like, he knows everything, <laughs> but he pretends that it's annoying. You know, he's like, oh, my God, Ari can't make a decision. He's so indecisive. <laughs> That's what my mom is. She's like, I'm so over it. You know, I don't want to get into the drama. I don't want to watch it anymore. And then she always is like, wait, so who is this? Why are they fighting? What's going on? And I'm like, Jill, just watch from the beginning. We need to release the shame. Like, just embrace it. I think people are now. It's almost like with Housewives and Bravo. People are just, like, wearing it like a badge of honor. It's a community. We're out here. We're Bachelor Nation proud. Bravo-holics proud. It it is what it is. But but how did you get into watching the show? And whose season did you start with? That's a really good question. So my sister Jackie is like truly a bachelor encyclopedia. Like she knows everything and she was watching way before I was. I have to give her credit. And she got me into it in college. I think the first season, I need to go back. So I watched Ben Higgins season. And then who was before Ben? Caitlin. Uh, I watched Caitlin season. And then who was before Caitlin? Juan Pop? No. Sean? Crystals. No. Crystals, thank you. Thank I you. watched Crystals season, and then I think I started with Andy. Oh, okay. okay, great season to start with. Start with, yeah. You know, and you always think when you're watching, you're like, "Wow, this is such a good season." Like, I don't know how they're going to top it. And then, like years later, you're like, "Oh, well, that was also a good season." They really are always kind of topping themselves. It's always. I feel like it's so funny because between my girlfriends, it's always a running joke. Because you know, every season Chris Harrison comes out with a little teaser, like this is the most dramatic season yet. And the next season, he says the same thing. 
And every season you're like, how the hell does it get more dramatic than that or this? But it just keeps on going, which leads me to my next question, because I feel like I already know how you're going to answer this, but what are you more of a fan of when you watch the show? Is it the love or the, the good drama that goes down? Oh, I am a proud stan of the love. Like, I really, really wish. Yes, I know. And I know everyone like loves like, oh, Kelsey, the champagne popped out of her mouth. Like, yeah, that was funny. But I really care to focus more on the love. And like, that's why for so long, Caitlin and Sean were my favorite season. Because I really felt like you could feel the love radiating throughout the entire episode. Like, and the way like Sean used to get so mad when she would go on a date, like that's love. And like that excited me. And like their engagement, like I used to watch that video on YouTube all the time because I thought it was like so special. Obviously, like the world had other plans for them. But in, in the incubator of their season, like I thought that was the best season ever because there was drama, but there was just as much amount of love. And I feel like the love is what really draws people to the show. So, so then you've been disappointed with what you've been seeing as of lately because there's been a lack of love. But you know what? I see it all from a business perspective. Like I see like that's they love true. the drama, the memes, the tweets. Like I get it. But that's like actually not my favorite part about the franchise. Like I love the love. Well, I think that that's what differentiates this franchise from other reality TV shows that are like it. People actually fall in love and they get married and usually engage at the end of the show. If you take that away, then we're just like any other show, love show that's out there, you know? But I also thought for a while the the engagement was sometimes in certain situations just not what the couple needed. And they could have had potential to exist. But the question of like, should we get engaged? Should we not get engaged? really kind of ruined them and they maybe never got a chance but now i think we're we're so relaxed with the engagement that nobody's yeah. getting engaged yeah well people keep setting a precedent you know right. it's really started with colton season and then thereafter i mean well hannah got engaged but then wasn't you know, then she, she peter got engaged yeah but then remember peter quit it hannah asked her second guy out it's like it's like things just keep happening but see, I hold accountability for the lead. So with Hannah, that was out of her control. You know, did she choose the guy I would have chosen? Absolutely not. But he did unto her. And it's not her fault that she didn't get engaged. Colton, it was made very clear to Colton from the very beginning that Cassie, like, did not want to get engaged to him. And he just, like, put on horse blinders and pretended that he didn't hear it. So I feel like I, don't, I, I hold Colton a little bit accountable. And I also definitely hold the pilot, Pete, accountable because he's just <laughs> messy, messy, messy. <laughs> messy. I feel like that was, that was the same sentiment from, what, was it Leslie or Grandma Honey from a couple weeks ago? Both of them. No, like, both of them. They're not, they're not fans of, of him. I disagree with you, though, about Hannah because Jed told her he was there for the music. So, you know, for me, I would have been like... I'm cutting you out right right then and there well then wait i have to ask you that are you a fan of peter and kelly okay so this is where things get complicated for me i'm, I'm so <laughs> glad you asked rach here's where things get complicated so you know like i have a podcast and i have like a popular instagram and you know when whenever they announce the girls like i go scrolling i like to see who follows me on instagram mm -hmm. maybe who listens to my podcast you know i'm very self-involved and that makes it really hard for me because i automatically just love the people who follow me, you know, yes. And so Kelly is a big <laughs> fan of the podcast. She's always commenting on her Instagram. She wants to come on the show. So while I think like, you know, she's a third runner up and maybe she shouldn't have, you know, said yes to Peter. I have no choice, but to respect her because she respects you. Exactly. I love that you admit that though. 
I mean, it's my favorite part of the franchise is that like in a very, very small way, I get to get involved, you know? Yeah. We're connected. I'm married. There's a lot of crossover. I'm never going to get on the show. I'm married and I would never go on a show where I have to wear a bathing suit. So this is as close as it's going to get. But Claudia, if you were the bachelorette, I need to know what would your tagline be? Oh, so like, that's my girl. Right. Yeah. People forget we have taglines. We do. Like housewives, we have taglines. Excuse me. It's so iconic. And it's literally the best part. When that trailer comes out and they give you that Fifth Harmony song and you got the Kesha song, Becca. So good. (laughs) Magic. Thank you. They really really pick the the Bachelorette songs well. And Rachel and I were talking about this a couple weeks ago. For Hannah's, they did You Don't Own Me. Uh, yeah, like Kesha, independent woman, right? Like they just, they just choose good ones. So what would yours be? If you were walking out, it's Claudia's promo teaser premiere commercial. What are you wearing and what song is playing? And if you have one, oh. line, what would it be? Well, I am, I will paint it so well. I mean, red is not really my color, but I'll, I'll give on that. Um, <laughs> I would I would have uh, Warner Brothers ABC bring in this like special high quality camera that's very slimming and that clears the skin. <laughs> and instead of roses, cause you know, that's so, you know, so done, you know, I want like glittery confetti with like oh. a wind machine in my hair and playing in the background would be my original song toast by Claudia oh. Ashray. That way I could pick up royalties and license fees from Warner Brothers. So I can make a little extra money on the side. You guys, she is a businesswoman. <laughs> That's exactly you just branded your entire uh, Thank you. I feel like we, we need to re- like we need to make this and just put it out for the world to see. You have to think about these things. You know, only get so much time on TV. And so you need to capitalize it. Like, look what you both have done. You built brands. Some some people have tried to do that and they can't do it. So you've got to take that. Who knows? I could get sent home on the first night. Like you really never know. I'm so the girl who would get sent home on the first night. Like so, I need to really capitalize. No, she wouldn't. I think you would. No, you would stick around because you're fun. You're like easy to talk to. You would be making everyone laugh. You'd be the one like cutting the tension the first night. You, you would not go home. I also have to ask, like, what would your limo entrance be? Like, would you be somebody that comes out in a costume? What would that look like? No. So I. My personality is like very over the top. And I know that like I'm not for everyone. I know some a lot of people find me really fucking annoying. And I I respect that. Like I, I don't necessarily disagree. So I think like in an attempt to just contain myself a little bit, I wouldn't be coming out in a chicken costume. I think I would just really let my beauty speak for itself. And well I would said. just I would just like have ring lights everywhere and like wind machines and like maybe a little mist of you know some some water like it would just be very tasteful i love it because your personality would speak for itself also when you go back on tour because you will go back on tour that should be your entrance not the limo one you should have the wind the confetti obviously the song is playing in the background and you should just come out like you've already done your opening moment for the confetti machines are very expensive so like i will have to figure out the finances behind it but i will get it done I feel like you've already researched it because you knew that. I would know I that. priced it all out. <laughs> I have an Excel spreadsheet and it's out of my budget. <laughs> when this happens, just have Rachel and I come and be like, 
your groupies for like the tour and we'll come out with like champ- the champagne popper bottles. All you have to do is I mean, it pops, it goes, and you Becca, can through that confetti. Becca, you're, you're, you're late. I've already been, I am a groupie. I've been to two shows in two Service different states in. backstage. Mm-hmm. Drama I'm ensued. In, <laughs> uh, okay. I am in Dallas and I just got off the stage and I'm like elated. It went so well. It was like one of my biggest shows in the biggest theater. It's like huge. I was just feeling so proud. And my agent comes back and he's like, there's an NBA player here. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Why? Like how? Who? I was so confused. And of course, I'm like, all right, bring everyone back. Like I had some friends and family in Dallas and everyone came. And of course, Big Rage walks in with, you know, PJ Tucker. Oh, this is my childhood friend, PJ. Yeah, he plays for the Houston Rockets. I'm like, excuse me? So funny. So many people that she's like every time I, I had the podcast with her, I find out that she's like friends or know somebody or like them since childhood and I'm like what and you know what all these people <laughs> but going out with big rage like in Dallas where like that's her town it was so empowering and then like it was just such a fabulous moment because like a month later I was in New York at a fabulous party where like I really did not fit in and I saw PJ Tucker and he came up to me and I was like PJ and like we were just like reuniting like best friends and my husband Ben who like loves basketball was like did PJ Tucker just say hi to you? And I'm like, yeah, he actually came to my show. That's right. We're friends. We're friends. We had the best time. We, we really did. Like it went into the night. It was great until into it wasn't. The night. But it was a little dark. It was a little dark. Becca, you have to go to one of her shows though. It's, it's, I'm not even saying this because she's a friend. It's absolutely amazing. And then to see how crazy we got into a fight with some of her fans. Oh, oh my Rachel, I'm telling you, she was starting drama. She was starting drama. We got into a fight. Because Becca, Becca, we were lit. Okay. It was a it was a large group of us. It was like nine girls, one guy, PJ. We had so much to drink. Cause that's what you do. Like you drink, it's like a big girl party. It's so much fun. It's like girl power. And um, we were very loud. And some of the toasters in front of us kept asking us to be quiet. And we weren't having it. And so it was more of a like, I'm sorry, excuse me? Look, Claudia, can you come off the stage and oh my talk God. To this person? I was dying. They came back and they were like, we got into a fight. I'm like, what? Where were you? Like, I was so confused. It was so funny. But like, you know what? You got to do what you got to do. We've never talked about this story in public, too. It was so funny. And I made it in the world when... when- fans get in fights on your podcast tour in the audience no it was epic and like i know like you know it's a very it's very similar audiences lots of crossover between like our podcast and the bachelor we do so much bachelor content and everyone knew who you guys were it was like literally like walking in you're like the queens of dallas and you (laughs) must have been really loud for them to actually say something to you they were really loud like pj one was like rachel please and I was like, I know she did. I, did she just say that to me? Yeah, it was. But it, no hands were thrown, just words. And we had a really good time. Oh okay, God, that was so fun. We're going to keep getting off topic and not talking about that. Ba- Even though that was a little Bachelor re- related, you know? Yeah. It was like Definitely. Bachelor Nation versus the Toasters. It was fantastic. It was great. Fantastic. Hatfields and McCoys. Okay. <laughs> you guys mentioned like the queens of dallas and i first time when you said that i just automatically like think of the housewives that pop into my brain but claudia if you if there was a celebrity or another reality star whoever might be who could be the next bachelor or bachelorette who or or if it was a housewife who would you nominate who would you want to i mean 
There have been so many rumors forever that like Khloe Kardashian is going to be the next Bachelor. And she literally tweeted about it one time. She was like, stop saying that. I'm never going to be on The Bachelor. But I would love to see it because she's got like a messy little uh, love life too. And I think she could really benefit from meeting some nice, humble, you know, normal guys. That's what she needs. I just, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want a Kardashian. They they take over, they take up too much like entertainment, pop culture space. space. You know what I mean? And I would, none of the guys would be there for the right reasons. I would only live for Chloe telling everybody off, you know, because yeah, she's, she's a smart ass. And I love that. She's I think my if any of them sister. were to do it, it would only be able to be her. What about Kendall? No, yeah, Kendall, no, no. I don't think she, it's, you know, you both know it takes so much to be a lead. I can imagine like you need personality. It's long days. You need to be funny. You need to be able to hold a conversation with a million people, no matter how boring they are. And not everyone can do that. That's true. And and I'm thinking like, if it's one of the Kardashians and they bring in like a Joe Schmo from Minneapolis, like somebody that I would go for, I cannot imagine at the end of the the couple months of filming that they'd be like, oh yeah, like maybe I'll move to Minnesota. I just, I don't think that would work. (laughs) No, definitely not. Actually, Chloe did move to Cleveland for Tristan. So it's not crazy. She also moved to Dallas. She did move to Dallas. My sister, my older sister used to go to games just to stare at Chloe Kardashian across the way. And I was like, Constance, that's what I would do. Get it together. I'm with Constance. <laughs> and Kim Kardashian used to date. Well, I remember when she was with Chris Humphreys in Minnesota, like they came to a oh, yeah. party at all the time. Oh, and, and how can we forget partying the sea as she was like being carried through the water of like, like Minnetonka. I was like, how is this real? But then, so I don't think really like Minnesota and talked bad about it. So I was like, she can't hang here. I mean, how can we forget about Reggie Bush? She was in New Orleans every weekend. Reggie Bush. Oh, yeah. If there's a game, a concert to be had, the Kardashians are there. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Planes. It's not that hard for them to get places. Yeah, though. No, absolutely. Okay. So you have, and this, I, I'm surprised we haven't thought about this before or talked about it. Maybe you have, and we just don't know. You're such a fan of reality TV. And I want to know why you find it so compelling to watch. But also, have you ever talked about doing your own reality TV featuring you and your sisters? You're so much fun. Like, you guys give us so much into your life on the podcast and everything. I just shocked. You know, it used to be like the dream. You know, everyone wanted to be the Kardashians. Everyone says, like, we're the Kardashians East Coast. But I don't know. It stopped being the goal for me a while ago. Um I feel very comfortable in the digital space and that's kind of where I thrive. And I don't really take criticism very well. Like I have a, I give off the vibe that I have like a tough exterior and a thick skin, but like I'm the opposite. Like I will cry myself to sleep every night if I read a mean comment about myself, whether it's about like my physical appearance, like I really can't handle it. And so, yeah, no, it's crazy. And that's something I've learned about myself as I've gotten older. And I really, I don't know. I just feel like people get the opportunity to do a reality show and they just do it, whether it's like not, it's not the right opportunity and it's not the right platform. And I don't know. It's just, it became less, I think maybe like watching so much reality TV and becoming friends with people who were on reality TV, maybe didn't have positive experiences, made it less appetizing for me. And like when I was in high school, like I would always say, I'm like, I'm going to have a reality show one day. Like I was so annoying, but like, that's really what (laughs) my dream was. And it's just not my dream anymore. I just think like, as I get older, I want to create a brand and like, and continue to work in this field where I'm comfortable. And I just don't think I would be comfortable there. Would you be comfortable with someone critiquing your reality show the way you 
critique shows. <laughs> no, definitely not. And, you know, as I've gotten older, the way I talk about certain TV shows has definitely evolved too, because it's like, it's so easy. You know, who really changed my perspective on everything was Corinne Olympios. Oh, shout out to yeah. Corinne. I met her and this was at the height of her season where she was like, everyone was talking about her. She was crazy, platinum vagine, blah, blah, And I'm like, oh, this bitch is crazy. And I went to a pregame, at like a random pregame and I met her and she was so lovely. She was definitely like a little crazy. I could see where, you know, the, the brand was built around her being like fun and outgoing, but she was really just like a normal person. And they just kind of blew it up to such an extreme. And, and I feel very similar to Corinne in a lot of ways, like with our personalities, mm-hmm. um, and I'm like, that could be me. And when I, it just kind of shifted how I started talking. It really humanizes someone meeting them and then like seeing how different they are. Same with Olivia Caridi. I was in my sister's apartment building and she got in the elevator and I was like, oh my God, it's you. And she was like, oh my God, it's you. <laughs> and she came over and she was really, you know, had a tough time with the girls, with the, with the audience. And she was so nice. She literally sat in our apartment. We had wine. She was the coolest girl ever. And I'm like, oh my God, you really don't know people. And it was this like eye-opening experience that you can really only have when you meet someone from The Bachelor because it really humanizes people. And I still don't always get it right, but I try and comment on the show a little easier now because you really never know what's going on. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice that you say that because I think that's something that we try to reiterate, you know, when we talk about this is that like everyone watching the show gets two hours of this crazy love life whirlwind relationship in two hours every Monday. Like there's so much more feeling that goes on that no one will ever see. And there's obviously so much more just to a person's life. And so it's kind of sad at times when somebody, especially in social media, people villainize people so much based on like one thing that was said. Like I just remember Crystal on Ari season got tore apart and you know, yes, like, at times, she was a little much. She did say certain things that, like, really rubbed girls the wrong way. But in reality, like, she's a great person, and she didn't deserve the hate that she got. And that's something that totally. I try to reiterate to people is, like, take a step back. This is, again, like, yes, it's a reality TV show, but it's, again, like, keep that in mind, a reality TV show. Like, you, there's editing involved, so... I mean, but then people really take it to the next level. Like, there's one thing to, like, disagree with someone or critique them. But, Rachel, when you were on the uh, reunion or the Women Tell All, and you, you guys did that whole segment about, like, the insane comments and DMs yeah. a lot of the contestants were getting, like, mm-hmm. that, that is, like, really something concerning and something, like, that should be spoken about more because it's wild. Yeah, I think what was so important about doing that segment is you hear people not even on our show, just period, talk about all the hate that we get, but to actually see it is a totally different thing. And it's tough when you're doing it, reading it, and no one else sees it. Like people are Mm -hmm. in your DMs and they're hiding or they're in your comments. And so like, that's why I'm starting to take the approach of just blasting people. Like it's so much, I can't do everybody. But it's just like, if you want to be bold enough to go ahead and say that kind of stuff, I'm going to expose you. You're not going to be able to hide in DMs. It's cowardly. And people forget we are real. We're yep. real people. It's one thing to have an opinion, right? Like, okay, you don't like what I say. Fine. Oh, you didn't approve of what I said. That's totally fine. But don't get to calling me outside of my name and throwing racist terms mm-hmm. out. It just takes it to another level. Can I just say like yesterday or the day before you putting people on blast who are DMing you and you leaving their usernames in was like yeah. truly the absolute <laughs> best part of my week, my month, my <laughs> quarantine. And you want to know why? And I almost, I don't think you could have done it on the Women Tell All, but I really feel like there's such a thin line because 
while what people are saying are, are so terrible and evil, they are private citizens. So like blasting them on TV is different. And I don't think you could have done it. But like, I really feel like it sends a powerful message, like this anonymity that exists that empowers people to say the fucking craziest things that they would literally never say to you in person. Mm -hmm. It's really dangerous. And so I actually really agree with the outing on your Instagram. Like I love it. I do it sometimes too. And it's only when someone is like, they've been following me for years and literally everything they say, fat, Jew, ugly. Same, like same. If you're consistent, fuck you. (laughs) Same, same thing. I want to, I want to ask you this. And this is something that I've encountered, especially recently. Like when people slide into the DMs and it's just, so like so crazy to read that I'm like how do people even think this way and like type this way but do you guys ever respond and say like why do you feel the need to say this to a total stranger like sometimes I'll respond and call them out and literally I would say 90% of the time when people respond their their response to me is oh my gosh I didn't think that you would even see that or that you would respond I'm so sorry I was having a bad day it's like it's a complete 180 from the hatred and yeah. the terrible things that they'll say because they think, oh my gosh, like she's not going to read it. And it's that level of protection. Yeah. I've had someone be like, oh, sorry, my sister stole my phone. Same. <laughs> the worst. I, I used to get that same thing. Now I'm breeding a whole new type of enemy. And the people who are saying stuff to me are doubling down on it. If yeah. I like, like, why did you say that? Or why do you feel that way? Like, let's have an open conversation. I usually try to pick like one or two conversations to do that with. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, you know, say like spewing out more hate. I'm like, okay, you know, it's yeah. Just, yeah. it is what it is. Um, but you know what? My sister Jackie has a really good um, like theory for this because every time I do respond to someone, no matter like what comes out of it, I never feel really good about it. You know, it's just, I'm like, why did I stoop down to their level? And it's so trivial. It's like what you learned in like middle school, but it really is true. And I'm sure while all of our DMS are flooded with crazy shit, there's also really nice shit in there. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to give your attention to two people a day who are negative, you also have to give that attention to two people who are positive because they're more worthy of your time and your energy. And I think for all of our mental health, it would actually really benefit us to engage with people who are normal and not psychotic. Yeah, no, absolutely. I always say if you're going to accept the criticism, you have to accept the praise and the criticism is just so much louder. But if you're really measuring it, it's more positive than it is negative. It's just so hard to sometimes ignore those loud negative voices. Okay. And speaking of that, let's ignore them though, because I feel like we've been giving them these trolls too much attention. So before we let you go, because... I really, I really could keep talking to you, but all I'll say is you have to have us now because Becca's never been on the morning toast. So you have to have <gasps> Becca on hey, and I'm more than happy, Zoom. I'm more than happy to come back. Yes. Of when course. she's got her video working. <laughs> Rachel is like a permanent fill in slash co-host slash whenever we just oh. need someone, we just are like, Rachel, are you available? Well, I, I love it too, because I, I feel like I am in a safe place. Like I can say something and people are like, okay, whatever. Like they accept it You're, more than you're like a little too busy for us now, like with yeah. all of your projects and when like just being a York. star, ESPN, ABC entertainment, like you are everywhere. And it's like, Rachel, come back. <laughs> when I come to New York, I'm coming back. I have the best Fabulous. time on the morning toast. But before we let you go, we want to know what it is that you're working on and what can we look forward to see 
you doing in the future? Well, anyone who enjoyed what they heard here today can now watch my comedy special, which is a show I filmed, the same show that Rachel was at. I filmed in New Jersey. So um, it's available. All the links are on my Instagram, which is at girl with no job, but it's available. It's called Disgrace Queen. You can buy it on Apple TV and you can buy it on Amazon Prime or you can rent it. You can also stream the comedy album on Spotify. Just head over to my Instagram. I'm constantly promoting myself. So you'll find anything you need there. <laughs> and my podcast, The Morning Toast, which is a weekly weekday podcast, Monday through Friday. It's also available on YouTube. So we do video and audio and it's just a fabulous time. We do a lot of Bachelor, a lot of Housewives, a lot of celebrity pop culture. We pretty much talk about Rachel Lindsay 24-7, whether or not she is going to replace <laughs> Tia Mori. Um, there's just like lots of speculation. <laughs> oh, that was such a nice post, by the way. That was so nice. Not, everyone, everyone thinks that it's you. No, I, there's so many good names that are being thrown out there. No, I, I truly, I, I have no idea who it's going to be. But are you moving to LA? I am. I already have an apartment oh, pe- there. It's just, the timing is suspicious. You see that, right? But I had the apartment before she left the show. I just want to say that. But I love the real. It would be an amazing opportunity, but we'll see. I don't I know. I see it. We shall see. But, uh, oh, oh, one thing I want to ask you, you're a new aunt. How oh does that, God, I have to ask you because so is Becca. I'm an aunt oh of two. Becca's new, pretty much new to this as well. I, we have to talk to you. We want to give you a second to just gush. What over. a blessing, you guys. Like, <laughs> it, I, like, when I heard people talk about their nieces, I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. But it is special. And, you know, I think, like, being an aunt is, like, the best ever because, like, I don't have to, like, wipe asses. Like, I just bounce when things get rough. But, like, <laughs> I get to enjoy it. I mean, babies are just magnificent and like watching my sister become a mom and like breastfeed it's literally like miracles happening in front of my eyes I can't get over it like literally I ask her so many questions and I'm like well what did your nipples do then like I I just keep asking (laughs) questions because I'm marveled it's amazing like the female body the female strength is just unbelievably mad majestic yeah no perfect word for it shout out to Liv we should say how, how old how old is your niece so she's two and a half months now. Two and a half months. Okay. So yeah. Early she was now. early, but she's so cute. Like, I just want to, it's so annoying that you have to be like delicate. Cause I just want to fucking squeeze her and like throw her <laughs> in my purse. <laughs> That's what the dog is for. <laughs> I want to smother my little niece in uh, just like so many kisses to the point where my sister's like, Can I know like, chill out a little bit. But I told my sister the other day, I'm like, your baby is so cute and I'm so obsessed with her that I feel like now I can never have my own child because whatever my baby looks like is not going to look like my current niece, Amy. And no, I feel like no one's going to love her as much as we love her. And so it's, but it's such a beautiful thing. So congratulations. Welcome. To Thank you. It's we the have best. I know. Aunties. It really is. It's so, and you're cool. Oh, it's so, it's so great. Oh, I'm going to be so such she can a cool talk. aunt. Like giving her cigarettes and alcohol when she's 18. You know? <laughs> Kidding, much, that was a joke. That's what we did for our joke. younger siblings. <laughs> okay, Claudia, this has been fantastic, just like we knew it would be. Um, thank you so much for coming on and I wish you. you all the best. You guys go stream her comedy special, Disgrace Queen. So good. Yes. Love you guys. So nice to meet you, Becca. Yeah. Big Rach. I can't wait to see you. See you. Girl. Whenever I like things are back to normal at some point yes and you know the offer is always on the table if you need a champagne confetti popper for your future shows you know who to call good to know (laughs) (laughs) okay becca how fun was that having claudia on she's so funny she you know and she's just like i want to say spicy and in a good way like yeah 
entertaining. I think uh, listening to it back, my mom's going to appreciate listening to her because my mom always tells me, I don't know if you get this, but my mom always tells me that I talk way too fast and that I have to <laughs> down a little bit. And so I'm glad we could have a fellow fast talker on to, to make me think seem a little bit more normal. But yeah, it was so fun. And I really do want to go see her if she goes on tour again. Yeah, no, she it's it's just like a good girl. If you're a Housewives fan, this is the way they describe Luann's, um, um, is she calling it a burlesque show? I'm not sure what she's calling it, but cabaret. Hello. Keyword there. Cabaret. Luann's cabaret show is what they say about it too. It's like, there's an, there's a bar, you bring your best girlfriend, you get dressed up, you drink and you just have the best time. And that's the kind of energy Claudia brings to her show. Um, I took Brian one time. We had, we had a good time, but it was a totally different experience when I went with my girls, you know, that's the type of energy it brings. But I mean, if you guys were just, you know, you listen to this podcast, you can see why Claudia is so successful and has, you know, carved out a niche in this industry and she's great at what she does. So you guys support her um, just like we do. Make sure you please, please. I know you don't want to hear us talk about it again. Please go vote for a name. Our poll is live today. I think we've come up with some great non-offensive names and we can't really, we can't wait to see what you guys land on. And hopefully this time around, one of those options will stick. If not, Beck and I are going to pick and um, you're just going to have to deal with it. We tried to, we gave you a chance. And if you, didn't, you don't do anything with it, that's not our fault. Also, also, special announcement here, Bachelor Happy Hour listeners. Also, Bachelor Happy Hour listeners, if you're single or you're dating or you know someone out there who's single or dating and they need some advice, please send in some of your questions or your stories because Becca and I will be answering them on the podcast very soon. Okay, going back to my normal voice. We love to hear from you guys. So please, please keep liking, commenting, messaging us on Instagram on any social media, Twitter, Facebook. You can find us on Instagram at Bachelor Happy Hour or you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Batch Happy Hour. Bye, guys. So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. I think when, when you're in a relationship, being able to travel with somebody is like one of the best things you could do. I agree. I think some of our best memories together are exploring new places and relaxing somewhere on a beach. So we've 
been working with the brand Beachbound Vacations to find our next perfect beach vacation. And instead of spending hours searching for your perfect beach, take the perfect beach finder quiz and let Beachbound do the heavy lifting for you. Go to beachbound.com to get started today. I mean, I love it. I can't wait for our next vacation. To get started, go to beachbound.com, click be the first to try, and then select take our quiz. There's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase because every time we buy a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. 